yourself good so uh this is gonna be a doozy of an episode because uh there's a lot to take in um patrick has been taking in a lot of it lately yeah it is a black hole like you just keep going and there's just a wealth of material to pull from um so today we are going to be talking about um something that's sweeping the nation uh korean pop yeah the globe pretty much korean pop music um, for those of you who don't know, that don't know what Korean pop music is, it is pop music from a, uh, small peninsula, um, south of the mainland of China called Korea, it's specifically under, the south part of Korea. It's under North Korea. The good Korea. Although, uh, North Korea does have its own K-pop band. Oh yeah, that's true. It's... Um, except they don't really put out too many bangers though. Um. I'm kind of glad because I've, I've been in, you know casually into k-pop for about a year now but patrick just fucking tripped right fell right on his face into it yeah um Um, so now we have a lot uh in common to talk about so we got a a bunch of shit it's extremely addicting too there's a there's a joke actually uh on family guy where they're in korea and uh they see a video by the band sistar Peter Griffin's reaction afterwards is, uh, what, what is, is this, this and how do I make my entire life about it? Yeah, and, uh, whoever wrote that joke fucking gets it, so. Uh, yeah, whoever wrote that joke, I mean, Family Guy usually sucks. But, um, anywho, so, uh, to start it off, um, I guess we should talk about kind of the history of it. I mean, we're yeah. going to talk about the whole history. So, probably, like, uh, K-pop as we know it's been around for like 2012 and on. Yeah, about yeah, about 2011, 2012 is kind of where we're mostly going to be talking about. But um, so I guess to talk about the Old Testament of K-pop. The Old Testament. Uh, in the beginning, there was two bands: H.O.T., which was a boy band that um, is still kind of around, weirdly enough, and a uh, female singer by the name of Boa who is also still sort of around, too. Um, In the mid-2000s, or not the mid-2000s, during the late 90s, early 2000s, these two bands were pretty much top of the charts in Korea. It was the Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears, essentially. Um, Just about every single female uh, K-pop star is going to cite Boa as an inspiration. That's how big she is. Of course. 
and I think she still puts out albums and is still pretty pretty big too. Which uh, is uh, should mention pretty rare for K-pop. Yeah, um, tight things move fast. A lot of uh, a lot of uh, East Asian pop music tends to have a pretty pretty short expiration date, meaning that like you're kind of around for a couple years and then you're out. Um, this is especially true with Japanese pop music that tends to kind of cycle out its talent um, fairly often. Um, however, uh, some Korean bands tend to stick around for a while. Uh, like I said, H.O.T. is still around. Um, Psy's been around forever. Psy's been around forever. Uh, Ten years is usually considered sort of the, the high mark. Um, but moving on from them, um, later on we're introduced to a band called SNSD, which I don't know what that stands for, but they're also better known as Girls' Generation in America. Um, Girls' Generation is a 11-person group? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, they had a song in 2007 called G that kind of ended up becoming a viral video in the and early days of YouTube. I'm sure everyone's seen that. I saw that way before I even knew what K-pop was. Um... So G, 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 baby. that's kind of what got people sort of curious about the genre, but it really didn't blow up until another band by the name of Big Bang showed up in 2006, who sort of kind of rocket, kind of like turned it up to 11 and sort of rocketed the whole industry into like the populace of East Asia and this is to an it, extent the Americas. Yeah, this too. is when it became global. Big yeah. Bang is huge. There was also another girl group called 21, which, uh, consisted of four girls who was also pretty big. They, I don't think they were necessarily as big as Big Bang, but they were still kind of like the hot shit girl group for a while. Yeah, I, we huge. should mention and that. And they also have a CL who is also a huge singer. Yeah, she's she is tremendously popular. Uh, 21 were actually disbanded early, late last year. Uh, big Bang is still around. However, one of their uh, their lead rapper is currently doing his enlistment service in North er, South Korea. North Korea. <laughs> I mean, gotta go to North Korea. I mean, he might that. end up having to do his enlistment service in North Korea, well, depending on how the geopolitical climate goes. Let's hope not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Big Bang, it, they're all kind of getting to that age where they have to go into the military. Koreans are uh, required to go into... Uh, Korean men are required to go into the military Which for is actually two years um, before they're 30. Big reason why, like, members of... Uh, members of boy groups would just go missing for, like, two years is because they have to go do their enlistment. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's another reason why the, the shelf life of a K-pop band is so short, you know? Like, they, they have to go in the military. And um, depending so, on how popular you are, you might not have a star when you get back. Then, However, Big Bang is probably not going to be one of the... Won't have that problem, considering they're actually... Uh, well, Big Bang and Girls' Generation are considered the nation's bands. Yeah, and, and um, a lot of, uh, a ton of bands are actually, were actually created by the uh, leader of Big Bang, G-Dragon. G-Dragon, including 21. Yeah. Um, um, so there's another group, uh, Four Minute, and uh, the member Hyuna, who is also hugely popular. Hyuna was actually the first female star to break 100 million views on uh, K-pop. Uh, yeah. for K-pop on YouTube. Some might know the her song from, Bubble uh, Pop. Yeah. Some might also know her from the Psy video. Yeah, she was the girl in Gangnam Style. Um, so I would say probably around 2013 is when, uh, is kind of when it sort of went from being like a small explosion to uh, 
a, a uh, exploding star because of the release of Gangnam Style, which is to this day the most viewed video on YouTube in history at 2.8 billion views. Now think about it, South Korea. <laughs> the population of South Korea is 50 million people, so almost half the planet has seen Gangnam Style. Well, I mean that's you know a lot of people watching it more than once. But, yeah. But anyway. But when you consider when you consider that like more you have more views than the population of the country that you come from, that's yeah. pretty impressive. Like ex like an extreme like a, a much larger amount than uh, the population of the country. And then uh, that takes us into the era that we're in right now. So, uh, I guess, what kind of got you into K-pop, Okay, um, well, I, I do have a couple friends who were... Tell us your addiction story. <laughs> it all started on a dark night. Um, so, yeah, I have a few friends who were into K-pop. I, I um, was never really into K-pop, but I watched a lot of K-dramas, and uh, it kind of grew from there. Uh, I think the... Um, the song or the video that made me really like delve into it was very good by Block B, because uh, it has like its super dorky moments. Like they're definitely trying to be the Dark Knight in that video, but like there's there's a lot of cool parts as well. Um, the costumes, the, it just it just seemed like really new and fresh, and you know something I'd be interested in. I like my music background goes from like being fifteen and like listening to metal and just. Always, uh, I'm sorry. Patrick's making a ton of like noise. Sorry, keep hand going. Motions at the dog, and I have no clue. She was about to bark. Keep going. It's distracting me. All right, I'll stop. Um, uh, so yeah, 15 years old, uh, like always listening to metal, black metal, death metal. Um, about 20 years old, uh, only listening to like higher IQ music, like Nick Cave and Radiohead and such. And uh, 26, um, just. Solely listening to K-pop, your brain is just a marshmallow with rainbows popping out of it. Now. Absolutely, and it feels good. You know, you, you don't need to. You don't need your music to be a meal. You don't need to chew on it. Like you, you can just enjoy yourself. Um. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Block B was definitely the band that got me into K-pop uh, as as a uh, prolonged thing. Um, and uh, from there, I. I, I do uh, like a lot of, like, boy groups. I like girl groups as well, but, I mean, obviously there's going to be a bias here. We um, should mention that K-pop is a very gendered uh, genre. There are not a lot of guys that like guy groups, and there's not a lot of girls that like girl groups in general. I do like girl groups, but I don't like them as much as guy groups. Yeah, like on YouTube, like, there's a lot of comments from girls that are like, I don't give a shit about girl groups, but I like this one. Kind of good for you, man. And then there's a lot of guy groups that are like, or guy comments on like guy groups are like, yeah, well, I'm not gay, but this is a pretty good rap. <laughs> yeah, okay. No homo. I'm not a queer or nothing, but. It's like, no one thought you were. I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but Big Bang's a pretty good band. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely a, a, a sexuality to these videos. It's basically like the Korean replacement for porn. Pornography is illegal in South Korea. and then As they, well as uh, gyrating your hips in videos, so. And in case you're wondering what they use as a substitute, just watch the AOA video miniskirt, <laughs> and uh, it's that. Yeah. Which has been banned in, uh, from being broadcasted in South Korea because of butt wiggling yeah. and hip gyrating. Hip so these are like... The Elvis. reasons Elvis got banned from television in the 60s. Yeah, it's, um, you know. 
It, and keep in mind, when I say watch the video miniskirt by AOA, it is something you could show a middle schooler here. Yeah. And they would still be unimpressed. Yeah, because, like, our music videos are so much more raunchy. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's a there's a charm in it. Like, it, Oh, it's definitely K-pop, sexy. Like, K-pop don't get is me sexy. Wrong. It's, it's not raunchy. It's creative and fun. It's colorful. It, it really makes you appreciate beautiful women. Or you men. Know, or men. Um, so I guess I should get on to mine? Yeah. Okay. I got you into K-pop. Uh, Alright, so um, I can name three things okay. right off the top of my head. The first was a video that I'm going to post on the Facebook later. That was uh, a compilation. There's this group called Orange Caramel. What the? And they have, a, they have a song that starts with... It's three members... And they're not facing the video. The videos, the live performances, are them not facing the audience. And each one of them jumps to the side, like kind of like Charlie's Angels, and they yell "ha." And then, ha. Yeah, one on this side, one on that's on the left, one on the right, and then the center one. Except somebody edited all these live performances of just that introduction. That when the center girl jumps, it plays the sound of a goat screaming, because <laughs> goats scream. It's just a thing goats do. I think I think everyone knows at this point that goats sound like humans. Yeah, they sound like humans when they scream, and it's really funny. But at the same time, while I was laughing at this, I'm like, you know, that song sounds like it could be kind of catchy. But I didn't really think much of it. Christmas, our dear friend Jared came to visit, and Jared has the tendency to, when he likes a song, he will play it over and over and over and over and over and over. over. It'll be the only thing he listens to. I still have memories of, like, 2011 and him playing uh, Ariel Pink and the Haunted Graffiti, and it was one song. Na, na, na. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God, kill me. Jared, if you're listening to this, I love you, man. Don't ever stop being you. (laughs) Anywho, so... He was like, dude, you gotta check this out. So there's this country called Korea, and they have music. And I was like, oh yeah? And he starts playing Red Velvet's Russian Roulette. And I was Who, like... in turn, my friend Kelly introduced to him. Yeah. Um, which I didn't really complain, because pretty catchy. Well, this is what was kind of the final nail in the coffin, is me discovering the band twice. <laughs> Good. All of it. 
Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. They're I, awesome. I went from being like, oh, this is catchy, to thinking twice is humanity's greatest contribution since penicillin. Oh, yeah. So... Possibly even greater. Um, so my three favorite bands on the planet are Minor Threat, Joy Division, and Twice, the nine-girl singing group. Fair enough. And, uh... After that, I mean, like I said, there's an endless wealth of material to I'd look into. I'd rather listen to twice than either of them, so there we go. Um, you can you can literally click forever. If you if you love a song and you throw it into YouTube, there is at least like 15 or 16 different performances of that song. Yeah, and find. there's uh, videos of them recording it. There's videos of them On doing music a dance, shows. doing a dance to it that's twice as fast. Um, the, there's the, videos of other bands or trying to dance to it there's just some videos yeah. upon videos so like you are not hurting for material if you're gonna try to get into k-pop because there's so much of it you, um, just, you just never have to go outside again so since we talked about the big bands of the past let's talk about the big bands of the future or today or today so we have a uh, black pink Yep, Blackpink is a very new group that just premiered, uh, or debuted is the term, um, mid last year, and they actually won, they have music award shows in Korea that air weekly, but winning an award on one of their shows is a big fucking deal, and um, it's like sports, like, it, this is exactly like wrestling, they have fan clubs, they have people who go and yell you suck at other groups and they stuff, they have beef, they have beefs, it's, it's pretty, if you like wrestling, you will like this shit, even if you don't like the music, yeah. like the drama around it's incredible, it's, it's the greatest story ever told, um, uh, Blackpink so, uh, suddenly showed up uh, right after 21. Yeah. after 21 disbanded all of a sudden there's a group called blackpink that is pretty similar to them yeah but it's fine because they're really good they are um good. they actually won an award uh within 13 days of debuting which was is a world record uh their their uh lead rapper is like incredible yeah lisa from thailand and also only one of them is actually korean the rest of them are from uh two of them are from new zealand one's from thailand and one's from korea is it one from Texas? No, that's twice. Oh. The lead girl in, te in twice is from Texas. Good day, Mike. Good day, Mike. Um, there's also BTS, who actually just yesterday won the uh, social is it the social artist award of the so, Billboard yeah. Music Awards with yeah, 300 social... million votes. And um, just below him was, I believe, Justin Bieber with at like 50. Yeah, 50 million votes. So that's um, fucking incredible. Yeah, that's like. Um, like, unheard of on the Billboard Music Awards. B uh, BTS is also, like, a bullet train band. They, they're they pretty much unstoppable right yeah, now. Yeah, they're, they, uh, they're very quickly, like, overtaking Big Bang. Like, they're huge. Yeah. And they're extremely talented. I don't think they're ever... I don't think, like, any band is ever going to achieve sort of the... I guess the legendary status of like Big Bang and Girls Generation because they're kind of no. like a once you know in a what? lifetime kind of group. Nope, I'm predicting it. BTS is going to overtake Big Bang. But I just mean like Big Bang is always going to have a, that spot, you know, being the nation's nope. band. It's new. 
It's a yeah, joke. but like, it's, it's BGS like, is worldwide. It's like trying to replace like the bald eagle as the nation's animal. You I just don't think can't. It's the same. There are better animals than a bald eagle. I don't think it's the same eagle. at all, and I think you're wrong. There's more popular animals than a bald eagle, but the bald eagle is still the bald eagle. That's that's doesn't even make any fucking sense. Anyway. Okay, anyway, BTS is huge, and they're a new thing, and they're doing things that Big Bang hasn't done. But I'm saying they would not be around if it weren't for Big Bang. Most most of these groups would not exist without Big Bang in yeah. this generation. So, like, Big Bang... They're pioneers. They're pioneers, but, like, so is BTS. They're like, they're the first Koreans to be You know what, you're making yourself Japan. very unpopular right now by talking shit about BTS. Okay, I better calm down. They are fucking holy. Or the army is gonna get me. Yeah, I hope they do. Um, Red Velvet, which is not actually too new of a band. They've been around since 2014, but they are, uh, they just really reached, like, a higher level of popularity. Um, with the song Russian Roulette that Jared listened to 450 times in my car in the span of three days. Um, uh, they actually are incredibly talented. Um, surprisingly, Russian Roulette's not my favorite song by them. Uh, my favorite song by them is called Dum Dum, which is the my concept... My favorite song by them? The concept of the video is, uh, like a laboratory that makes robots, and they all just kind of go crazy. It just reminds me of Portal for some reason. Also, uh, A-Pink, which I'm not super familiar with, but I like two of their songs, so that's fine. Yeah, there's uh, one song where they have the no-no uh, cat yeah. singing along to it, and I, I really like that. I appreciate it. Uh, Girls' Generation, still in there, still releasing bangers. Uh, yeah. They just released a hit song called Lionheart last year that made a shit ton of money. That's an awesome song. Um, so they're still really big. Big Bang is still around. Um, they're still making hits. Uh, B1A4. Well, they're not making uh, hits right now. Top they're still the touring without Top, but they're yeah. not going to be making any new material. It's the same. Um, uh, B1A4, uh, they have a couple bangers, too. <laughs> um, I, uh, I don't really know them well enough to, to, like, really say what sets them apart, but, uh, they have some good songs, like, uh, Took a Walk. Take a Walk. Take a Walk. <laughs> And the video to that is, uh, ex like, very beautiful. Um, check out that video if you can. Uh, G-Friend, which you are more familiar with than I am. Yeah, they're, like, a very, like... But I like one of their songs It sounds like an anime. It does, yeah. They do have one song that sounds kind like of... an anime. It has, like, that, like, kind of violin and... <laughs> Their whole, like, concept is that they're 
they seem kind of boring. Like, that's no. what their concept seems like. They're just normal, you I know? Think they're like a band that's not, like, for men. Like, yeah. They're, they're like a band for girls, um, um, which is cool. Like, it just, it's not, like, they're not, like, openly sexy. They're kind of, like, airy and, you know, 60s just kind of vibe. Their music's a little more subdued, but it's, it's good. So now we're going to talk about Twice. Okay. So Twice is a nine-girl uh, group that came from YGP Entertainment. Uh, they were actually the result of a reality show, and uh, kind of a happy accident, too, because it all just kind of... The story behind how they came about is kind of long, but, like, they just it all just kind of came together and just became, like, this powerhouse group. Um, they have a song called TT, which is the sad face where you hold your the video that everyone knows the video everyone knows it's also the 10th highest viewed uh k-pop video and on youtube For and being such a new video it came out in october so that's pretty incredible uh they had another video called knock knock which is also really big i think that's at about oh actually i think that's at about 180 views right now too if you look at uh the top considering that like the top k-pop groups are like psy 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 yeah it's like psy <laughs> big bang Girls' Generation, 21, and then Twice. Who've been around for, like, not yeah. that long. <laughs> um, so they just actually just released a new uh, single very recently that's going to be part of their full-length album called uh, Signal, which I it took me a while for the song to grow on me. I'm still not really too big into the video, but I think it's fine. It's serviceable. Um, but yeah, they're tremendous and also very, very, very talented. Um, I liked pretty much everything they've put out. Um, so, uh, the way that music in South Korea, how it's sold is actually kind of strange. So they come out with singles and then a band will like just tour for like fucking a few months, maybe longer. And then they'll come out with a thing called a comeback, which is essentially just like more songs. And then if they get big enough, they come out with a full length album. Uh, Twice is coming out with a full length album. Black they really Pink make their money from length. they make they make their money from performing. Performing, uh, people joining fan clubs because there is a fee to join a fan club, but you get shit. Um, I almost registered for the Twice fan club because you get some free shit with that. It's only seventeen bucks. Why not? But I can't figure out how to do it. <laughs> unless you speak Korean. Unless I speak very good Korean, and joining these fan clubs gives you. Uh, first of all, there's only a certain amount of allowed slots, too. So they only take in, like, 30,000 people at a time. And I think the one for Twice actually, like, filled up very quickly. Um, Not surprising. Yeah. Um, they make a lot of money from endorsements, stuff like that. Um, they do not make a lot of money from their record companies, though. Because uh, uh, K-pop stars are infamously low-paid. Yeah. So for... Are we getting into the bad stuff now? Yeah, I think we're about to float into the bad stuff. Um, so Wait, now we didn't even talk about Block B. Just gloss that oh, over. Oh shit! Yeah, talk about Block B. And first you insult BTS, and then you're not going to let me talk about Block I B. I just said talk about Block B. <laughs> okay, Block B is my um, favorite band, which in um, Korean uh, pop lingo you would call your stan. Yeah. And uh, Zico from Block B is my ultimate bias.
most popular bands. Because they're all ugly. They're all ugly. That's that's their <laughs> thing, is that they're very creative and weird and um, not... Like, in Korean standards, they're not very attractive. They're also one of the few groups that writes their own music, too. Yeah. That's more common now, but it didn't used to be. BTS. And it's still not. BTS writes their own music, too. Uh, I, I don't really know if there's any girl groups who write their own music. Um, I don't think so. No. And, of course, G-Dragon writes Big Bang's music. Um, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, Block B, uh, they all do their own music. Um, they're just, like, pretty different. Um... I guess that's all I have to say about them. Um, They're awesome. You want to talk about some problems Zico has had? Yeah. Um, Should we just preface this? So real being quick? being my bias, uh, I think Zico is awesome. Um, Patrick thinks that he is awesome as well for the fact that he is. All these things you love about Zico, I do, but you think I'm an asshole. For well, it. Hmm, maybe I have a problem with liking guys who <laughs> stick their foot in their mouth constantly. Um, yeah, so uh, he, he's gotten in trouble a few times. Zico is very affectionate towards a very, very uh, inappropriate slang. <laughs> um, a very rude term used towards he's, uh, he's people the, of he's African descent. <laughs> he's the Larry David of K-pop. Um, okay, so we should talk about the N-word real quick. Okay, the N-word, right. uh, Niga, in Korean, it means you. You. So, for instance, there is a 21 song called You or I. Niga or Niga? No, Nega is I. Oh. Niga is you. But they just say it that way. It sounds different to me, but I mean, if you don't really have the ear for it. So in 21, they have a song called I Am The Best, which goes Niga Chi Chalaga. Niga Chi Chalaga. Sai has a song called Champion, which he <laughs> yells we out, You are, you are, which is Niga, Niga. We should sample that in. <laughs> yeah. I'll put it in. And there's a reason why that one never came to America, because it is very, very problematic. Yeah. Well, there are videos of, like, some, some There's like, a really funny video of some like guy like going around showing black people that video and they're just like oh, cracking I wasn't, up. I was thinking that uh, there's there's this Vine star, well, burst in peace Vine named Q Park, and uh, the song became famous because he's it's a skit where he goes into a convenience store and he starts singing that song because he's listening to it and he starts yelling nigga nigga, and a black guy is behind him and then throws him out of the store, which is funny, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah, because, because it, that's what black people do when they hear a funny song, is they throw people. Yeah, but... Totally realistic. Uh, that 21 song, funny enough, that part was actually censored when it was played in on American radio. Because there uh, could well, be certain connotations about it. It doesn't translate well. Yeah, it's just one of those things... I mean, things, it translates well, it just doesn't come across uh, it, to the English language. Yeah. So anyway, um... We were going with Zico. Yeah, Zico. Well, Zico, Zico the actual... likes the other and the bad, <laughs> the real bad one. No, no, he didn't say it with a hard R. Yeah, but even the soft one's pretty bad too. Yeah, the okay, one you so should never was, say. It he is... was covering a Drake song and he said it with an A. It is never okay for somebody and he got, of um, extreme backlash. Yeah, 
Reasonably so. Um, you, search, if, you search Zico and the N-word and it comes up with, like, Zico and the N-word... Um, are inseparable. Are, are, are the... Uh, are They're the, the Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Zico, and, Zico and the N-word are OTP. What does that mean? What, oh, the only true pairing. <laughs> um, it, this is actually something that's happened a handful of times. Um, there's a, the one Mina from... Uh, from Twice actually got in trouble because she was singing Formation by Beyonce on her live stream. And she said, I think the line is like, 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 take the Negro out of the Creole. Yeah. Which is also well, kind of a no-no. Yeah, we, we also keep in mind that, like, the only time that anyone in K-pop says the N-word is, like, when they're doing a cover of a song. Yeah. I, like, well... Also, Zico said faggot, too, which... He did in, in a, a... very mean way. In, like, 2015, like, talking about a gay person, which yeah. is not cool. Uh, that's a problem. But, like, also, Korea is a very, um, socially conservative country, uh, that's very Catholic, or Christian, or whatever. Yeah. Um, um should... Oh. So, we... like, uh, yeah, gay and, uh, transgender LGBTQ like are not very accepted there and that's not cool um we should also since we're talking about censorship um AOA which is a, another girl group which is just nine absolutely gorgeous women they like they almost seem like they're not real um got in trouble for uh their song miniskirt which had very sexually suggestive imagery in it, such as shaking your butt. Oh yeah, we we actually already talked about that. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Okay, and the and the last. And also, Sistar too with "Touch My Body." Yeah, um, and you also can look up uh, videos of uh, dance moves that were um, censored. Yeah. Um, in K-pop. Anyway, uh, so the last Zico thing um, that, to my knowledge, is uh, they were Block B was in Thailand and there was just a bad flood and um, they were talking about donations and I don't believe Zico was paying attention and someone said like how much like how much are you going to donate and I, I he thought that they were saying like how much money do you have on you and he said like about six bucks like how much are you gonna donate eh, about six bucks. <laughs> it just sounds horrible and um there was a huge backlash from that he had to shave his head in um repentance um yeah there's also this thing where like if a korean star is apologizing for something they get in front of like a plain gray wall with either a shaved head or for girls no makeup and a black sweater and they apologize the shame wall the shame wall zuyu from uh <laughs> from twice had to do it because during a um recording of a television show they had all the girls hold up the flags of the countries they came from oh yeah and she held up the flag of taiwan which pissed off china because as you may know china has a one china policy where it's like yeah it's taiwan but it's also just china so uh she had to apologize for that which is um really sad actually because that's where she's from you know yeah um and she caused a uh, whole yeah whole country that's scandal. the kind of power that's real power when you can cause a uh, disruption in eastern uh asian politics <laughs> with you your your pop you a little cute girl yeah so uh i'm sure she didn't mean to cause an international incident but <laughs> by holding a flag yeah uh, anyway <laughs> maybe china just needs to get over it yeah just saying um 
uh, to any of our Chinese listeners, I don't mean that. She's making me say it. It is one China. Anyway. Um, we should all be China. So, uh, more of the bad stuff. Um, this this industry is uh, apparently run by former Nazi doctors because they do a lot of surgical work on these boys and girls. Yeah, it's very common and not looked down upon. Like, I know, like, when some when a celebrity gets plastic surgery in America, we, like you know, scrutinize them for that. Like, you're expected to get plastic surgery there. I personally think plastic surgery is fine. I don't see anything morally wrong with it. If it's consent, if there's consent to it, though, if it's something you want to do. However, there's a lot of instances where girls are, you know, essentially coursed by their record company to go under the knife, which is pretty fucked up. And to, like, they, they like, uh, inject themselves, or, like, they get injections of vitamin C to, like, whiten their skin. and Because having dark skin in Korea is a no-no. Um, very so, few stars have dark skin. So, like, it's, I mean, I don't have a, if someone is insecure about something with them and they want to get plastic surgery, then fine. But, like, everyone, like, starts to look, like, the same. Yeah. Like, um, to bring up my girl Zuyo again. Um, who was just a, a sponge of punishment. Uh, during a filming of a variety show, um, one of the hosts asked the girls of Twice, which one of you, you know, who, you know, who eats the most, who, who showers, showers the, the longest. longest. <laughs> just like, this is, it seems weird to ask somebody that, but this is like kind of normal over there. Just like getting into their everyday lives. And they said, Nyan, is that her name? showers the longest and they said because her skin is the whitest which is already a very cringy thing to say yeah like saying that if you have dark (laughs) skin then you are dirty uh uh, suyu who does not have dark who has very dark skin uh obviously unimpressed by this however it gets worse because then they put up the camera pans to her and they put up a little like dialogue box that says does that mean she showers the least because her skin is the darkest which you couldn't get away with that in the 70s here. Oh my so, god. Yeah, it's that's um, horrible. It's pretty uh, grotesque. Um, yeah, uh, for instance, Lisa from Blackpink. I mean, if you see what she looked like you know, when she came over from Thailand to now, she, she's like a ghost, you like, know? Yeah, and like, uh, Hyuna is a great example of like the plastic surgery. Like, she looks like a completely different person. Yeah. Like, she does not... It's like they took her face and just, like, removed it and put a different face on. It's, like, that extreme. It should be noted that, like, fans can be very shitty towards, uh, for instance, Red Velvet, for being fairly normal-looking, had the, uh... And keep in mind, like, these five girls are absolutely gorgeous. Like, if you look at them, they look like supermodels, but they had the nickname Pig Velvet for a while because, like, one of them was a little bit huskier. And then you look them up and they're, like, five foot six and a hundred pounds. Like, I'm five foot two and, like, almost 130 and I'm, like, thin. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, like, for instance, Joy, one of the members of Red Velvet, has thicker legs, you know? I personally like a woman with thicker legs. But over there, they think that she's a monster. It's fucked up. And, of course, this is people on the internet, so they're probably all fat and disgusting anyway. Oh, yeah, so. absolutely. Um, overworking is another big thing. Like, I mean, they I mean, they barely sleep. They are constantly either working out or doing dance rehearsals or song rehearsals or recording or write. All sorts of stupid shit. Yeah. Or, like, touring or being on TV shows. There's no end. Um, that's pretty there's much no their rest. lives. They don't even get to see their family. Like, yeah. there's a, uh, 
a video of a guy from Super Junior who, like, sees, gets to talk to his family after, like, two years and he just starts crying. Um, like, it's really sad. You're, you don't really have a life outside of that industry You're either. not allowed to date. You're not allowed to date. Um, some, I think the girls from Girls' Generation have it in their contracts. They weren't allowed to date for, like, five fucking years or something. Yeah, like, they all do. Like, they're not allowed. To, like, it's a dating clause. Like, they can't date. Yeah. Just not allowed to. Um, Either because of time, uh, because you, your whole life is work, or because they want the fans to be able to fantasize about dating you, which is the really weirdest, creepy, weirdest shit. Yeah, the way people act towards they they almost act like these, you know, these people. They almost act like these people are their property, which is yeah. really fucking weird. And it, yeah, it's it's I strange mean, and obsessive. We do it. I mean, we do it here, like we get too, like, into people's business here, but it's just, like, it's sad watching, like, they get, they get caught, like, dating someone, and then, like, they get scrutinized, like, by They have to, like, shows. apologize on the news and shit. Yeah. Like, that girl from AOA who, the rumors that she was dating, just some dude, just, like, casually seeing some guy, and her record company got on her ass, her fans got on her ass, like, and she pictures, had to, like, apologize. Yeah. It's, like, horrible. People are following horrible. them around with pictures, like, they have to go into hiding, and, like, they have to wear masks when they're, like, together, and, uh, and then, like, people in the talk shows just ask them all these really personal questions, like, they don't even, like, have a life that's not public. Yeah. Um, and you're probably thinking, well, this is, this has to be worth it because of the millions upon millions of dollars they must, uh, make. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um... They don't make that kind of money. In fact, uh, for a the average beginning salary for a rookie uh, K-pop star, and this is now, in 2013, this was a third. Think of a third of the number I'm about to throw out. Take a guess. What the? How much you're going to get paid as a rookie K-pop star today? Twenty bucks. No. Forty thousand dollars a year. Not terrible, but you would make more money working an office job. Yeah. Now keep in mind your housing, your food, and all this. Sh all your housing, your food, um, some general commodities are provided to you by the record company. So a lot of it's just spending money. But back in the day, if you like, for instance, when Big Bang first started, they were pulling in like fifty bucks a week. Yeah, that's and what I said. And they would have to split like desserts and shit. Like yeah, they had to pull their money together to buy dessert. Which yeah. They probably uh, weren't allowed to be eating anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, times have really changed. Big Bang is very wealthy now. I think G-Dragon's worth, like, $70 million. Um, uh, yeah, like, a top, uh, Choi Sung-hyun is a, uh, like, one of... Like uh, a world-renowned art collector, yeah, he's isn't a, he? Yeah, he's a huge art collector. And, like, if you look at his Instagram, it's all, like, art that he buys or, like, fine wines. Um, if you look at, uh, a group that I think is very catchy called Crayon Pop. They actually have a documentary series called Crayon Pop TV. And because their concept was so strange, they're actually our cover photo on Facebook. Their their whole concept is based around like Super Sentai, like Power Rangers kind of thing. And their music's really cute and catchy, but like they had a hard time getting on like music shows because of it because they weren't sexy. Like they're five normal looking girls. Yeah, and they yeah they were one of the uh, most notoriously like mistreated bands along with uh, newest. Um, wasn't isn't Rainbow one of the bands that gets like treated like garbage? Rainbow, too? yeah, yeah. Rainbow is uh, yeah one of those. And they lived in like very a, unfortunate bands. They lived in like a row house, and they had to like do like guerrilla performances in the streets before like they really kind of 
took off with they had a song called bar 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 which ended up being tremendous and that's kind of like their big hit um but still like it's fucking crazy to think about like especially when you consider that like a semi-well-known pop star here is still raking in like millions of dollars and you have these people in south korea who are on tv every week like making what they would make they would making less you know money than they would working you know at an office job but the thing is is that money while it's important it's not as important in that industry for the artist as it is for as fame is because the whole thing is to be famous everybody nobody fuck a normal life is kind of like the attitude that they have and Um, it's it's kind of funny considering the amount of um training that these people go through before they even get to be in a band they're usually they're usually scouted out about like 10 years old and uh trained for 12 years or so like Uh, solji from red velvet has had a contract with sm entertainment since she was 10 yeah, Like, exactly. her whole life has been this. Um, they spend about $3 million on the training of one person. Well, they call them idols, so yeah. they spend about $3 million training one idol. Girls' Generation, for example, like, ye- their yearly food cost is like a million dollars. Because they have They to, eat constantly. They have to exercise so much, they basically eat as much as, like, Michael Phelps. There's kind of a funny picture of, um... There was, like, a weird habits of, like, your favorite K-pop stars article, and one of them was, like, one of the girls from Girls' Generation took a picture of one of the other ones sleeping in, like, a weird position, but on her bed there's just a ton of snacks. So, like, they're eating, they're munching down constantly. Sounds like me. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of fucking crazy, and, like, your life essentially belongs to these record companies, too. Like, you are their property until they choose not to until they choose to cut your contract Mm -hmm. um so yeah you know off of the off of the really bad stuff let's talk about the lighter bad stuff uh style (laughs) g-dragon's hair um the the racial uh, appropriation (laughs) well as as it goes after every album um pop stars tend to so as it goes, um, stars tend to change their hair with every like big release, or they yeah. change their style. It's they called concept. They change their image, and yeah, they change their concept. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it can be really bad. As great as Big Bang is, you could spend hours just looking at their bad hair, because so G Dragon in particular has the worst haircuts, except for those corn rolls. Those no, corn those rolls corn rule. rolls are. If we ever move to South Korea, that's how I'm doing my hair forever. There's by the one way. video where they glow in the dark. Yeah, that's that's gonna be it no, for me for I, eternity. If we move to South Korea. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm along that the uh, racial appropriation. Um, if you're not black, you shouldn't have cornrows. And um, they also wear like headdresses and do like Indian dances, not Indian Native American dances. Controversial opinion. I think racial racial appropriation is a dumb thing to be mad about, but that's just me. I mean, like Elvis did like soul music in the '50s, and people got pissed off. I think. I'm not saying it's something to get mad about. I'm saying it looks horrible. I mean, yeah, it looks bad. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I, I don't think it's, like, mean. I think it's just kind of adapting to, like, hip-hop style, you know, of the 1990s. It looks terrible. Which brings me to our other point. Um, this music's very archaic. It's, yeah, very anachronistic. There's, um, a, there's a song. Which is, like, a reason why it, you, you could get into... Um, 
K-pop if you are a 90s or 80s kid because uh, their music sounds like it's from, like, the 90s. It hits the nostalgia part of your brain real fucking hard. Yeah. Um, there's a song by Sistar called So Cool, which I remember you playing in the car. I was convinced it came out in the 90s, and I looked it up, and it was 2011. Cool. Which is also ancient history in K-pop, too. Um, the dance, the choreography can be really bad sometimes. Uh, uh, for example, actually also Sistar, like that song, Touch My Body, which is very popular, but the choreography for it is like infamous, infamously bad. Um, I think they actually change it for live performances. And, you know, some of this movie music can be very annoying, too. Like, let's be honest. Like, yeah. some of it can be a little too chirpy. Some of it can be very, very bad. Yeah. Um, for instance, there's a band called IOI, which I know you kind of like, but I absolutely cannot stand anything they do. Um, there's a lot of people. There's like 17 girls at IOI. Yeah, which, like makes, which makes me nervous. Uh, you know, don't put that many people in a room in front of me because so I can't handle would, it. You would hate Produce 101, yep. which is actually the uh, show that IOI came from. Yeah, that's, that is entirely where too many take, people. Where they take 101 idols and um, have them make a giant super group. Um, so, uh, also expensive. Uh, our boy Sean Byron from Junk Food Dinner uh, took his uh, good lady wife to go see Big Bang in L.A., and I believe he mentioned that it cost about $300 a ticket. Um, yeah, my, um, co-worker went to go see BTS recently, and, um... I don't even want to think about how much that must cost. She, like, easily spent over $1,000. I, I don't know if I could... I think maybe twice is the only band I could imagine Block spending B. 300 bucks on. I would spend 300 on Block B in a heartbeat. Um... Uh, what else? It's As we mentioned with the really bad stuff, it is probably one of the biggest exploitations of capitalism in history. It is um, all about the money. It also doesn't help that it's kind of government funded too, so yeah. your taxpayer dollars go towards a new Girls Day album if you live in South Korea. That is so awesome. I mean, it's, I would be all about. I'd rather. I'd it, rather have our. I'd rather pay for that than a fucking rocket. So. Yeah, I'd rather pay for that than like our bloated military. Yeah, if someone's like, hey, so this ten bucks in your taxes is either going to go towards um, a new jet for the air force or uh, beautiful women or uh, this, these cute girls to put out an album. We'll, be like, we'll give it to the girls. I don't give a shit about rockets or spaceships or any of that. We have all that crap already. Want to see butts? Yeah. Um, which I guess is fine, but I mean, just to give you an idea of how deep into the Korean economy this is, like, it is government-funded to a point. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is a big moneymaker in South Korea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but mm-hmm. I mean, of course, there's the exploitation of labor and the fact that, uh, seizing the means of production is not a thing in K-pop because they make no money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... It's it's, there, it's okay to like K-pop. It, there are bad parts of it, but... You can be a socialist and like K-pop and have an iPhone and all that shit. You, you, you just, ideally would like things to be better. You want things to improve. Yeah. You don't have to, like, cast off everything you like. You just have to want and, if you can, support things improving. Would I like the girls from Twice to make the kind of money they deserve to be making? Absolutely. Yeah. I can't... Ch- well, I'm sure they are, because they ba- they practically fucking print money. They're that popular. Well, you know, other groups, you know, such yeah. as Rainbow or Newest, should, you know, be treated better. Yeah. Um, 
so to close things off, I just want to go through a quick list of the top 10 all-time video or videos per view on YouTube. Um, so to give you an idea, two of them are by Girls' Generation, uh, two of them are by Big Bang, and three, three of by four Psy. are by Psy. Psy, so, Psy has the top three. <laughs> yeah, number three is a cover of number one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the first, okay, so number one is Psy featuring Yuna Gangnam Style. At With 2.8 billion. billion views. The next one is Psy Gentleman With, With 1 billion. billion. And the... The, so, okay, so the first one is Psy featuring Hyuna Gangnam Style. The third one is Hyuna featuring Psy Gangnam Style at 680 million. Uh, next is Big Bang's Fantastic Baby with 283 million. It's a fantastic video. Uh, <laughs> next one after that is uh, Daddy by Psy featuring CL, uh, which she's in that video for like half a second uh, with 248 million views. Uh, next is Big Bang's Bang 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 with 219 million, which next, is a pretty new song, too. Yeah, uh, next was, which actually, I thought that um, until recently that Bang 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 was uh, a lot older because uh, it's uh, kind of silly. Um, okay, so actually the numbers we have are wrong because as of Monday, or as of uh, last Friday, Twice's TT is actually number six now. Uh, with 200 million views. Um, next is actually also Knock Knocks Twice, or by Twice, with 189, which I looked up earlier. And then after that, you have I Got a Boy by Girls' Generation, uh, with 187 million, and uh, G by Girls' Generation with 179 million. And uh, one Number last 11. one. <laughs> 20, 21, I Am the Best at 175 million. Yeah. Or Nega Che Chalaga. Yeah. That's um, not a very good song. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I, I was never really, like, a big fan of 21. They were... They kind of stopped existing before I really even I like CL, though. Yeah, CL's fucking cool. She is, as she says, a bad bitch, so... Um... So I guess that kind of wraps it up. <laughs> yeah, well, just... Do you want to talk about bitch. Hello Bitches? I want to talk about Hello Bitches. Alright, go for um, it. Hello Bitches is a song by CL. Where, what was it originally called? Well, see, the uh, song Hello Bitches by CL is somewhat about, all about Asian women. Um, the video features women of many races um, dancing, but um, all she talks about is Asian women. Right. And uh, it turns out that the song was originally called uh, Asian Bitches. Yeah. And it just brings to mind, like, uh, when Miles Davis... Um, said that he was going to come out with his album Bitches Brew and, like, the letter from his agency just saying, please advise. Um, pretty you could just imagine G-Dragon writing that to YG. Like, please advise. <laughs> please advise. Please advise her not to have the song be called Asian Bitches. <laughs> um, and actually, but you know what? CL's out there. She's uh, kicking ass and uh, taking names, and she's, you know. As G-Dragon is CL's producer, I think he might have been the one that vetoed that title. <laughs> Look, it's a great song, but uh, you married to that title? Because people might take it the wrong way. Yeah. Um, and like you said, like the song hasn't really changed because uh, she says stuff like, love you long time and stuff like that. Or like Nagasaki to Soju. Yeah. Um, so, anywho, um, I guess that about wraps it up. Uh that doesn't even come close to really scratching the surface of this, and I'm sure eventually we might come back and do another uh, 
we yeah. might come if back and do another. If you're a diehard K-pop fan and you wanted something more in-depth, I'm sorry. Um, I, I have to tell you, though, this podcast came very close this week to turning into a K-pop podcast. I was seriously considering that. but We can have a lot of K-pop episodes. Yeah. That, There's nothing stopping us. Very fucking close. I was like, you know what? I could probably talk about this forever. I could, too. Um, but anyway, so... Uh, if you enjoyed listening to us talk about Korean pop music and you want some uh, some cute tunes to jam to, we actually do have a custom playlist uh, posted on our Facebook page on Spotify called the uh, I think Jam follow K-pop along. Follow Along playlist with 94 songs, and we're still adding. So um, We probably will be adding forever. Yeah, that'll keep growing. Um if you are unconvinced and have listened this far, I guess thanks. Um, uh, what what um, video would you recommend they watch to fall into this rabbit hole? Uh, I have three. Ten. Okay, so one is by a group called Gugudon. Uh, it's called A Girl Like Me, and it has a really awesome bass line, and the video is very colorful, very flashy. Uh, the song's extremely catchy. All the girls are really pretty. Um, my second would be, uh, Touch My Body by Sistar. Um, you'll know why. Of Actually, I have four. My next one is AOA's Miniskirt. You'll know why. Um, and then my last recommendation, if you want, like, just, like, kind of, like, uh, a recommendation for, like, a candy pop sort of song that's really kind of, um, kind of wild to listen to is, uh, TT by Twice, mm-hmm. which is a as of right now, the sixth most popular video of all time uh, for a K-pop group. TT by Twice. Um, oh, you know what I did want to bring up? So mm-hmm. there is two instances I wanted to mention about um, um, foreign groups working with K-pop groups, and one of them is Girls' Generation and Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Um, hmm. Snoop Dogg was on a Girls' Generation called, is it The Boys? Yeah. Yeah, um, he's only on the remix, but it's still pretty cool. It's incredible. Um, there's also, uh, if I screw up this name, I'm sorry, but, uh, uh, Giorgio Morodor, who is a big, 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 big influence on, like, the electronic music, uh, industry, and also, like, a huge influence on Daft Punk. In fact, Daft Punk actually made a song about him, mm-hmm. um, did a song with Sistar called One More Day which has a pretty incredible music video about uh, scorned lovers. Um, so check those out. Uh, and I guess that really about does it. So should Oh, we... yeah, cool. Just ask me about which videos I What videos do you want to talk to? Dick. What videos do you want to talk about? Um, okay, so um, I would recommend watching Fantastic Baby by Big Bang because it's one of the hugest videos in K-pop, and it's really good. It is also featured in the movie Pitch Perfect 2. Yes, it was. Yes, indeed. Um, which actually came out a few years ago, which is pretty cool. Um, I would recommend Her by Block B, because that's very fun and colorful, and it's a good song. Um, as well as Hit Me by Mob. Again, it is fun, and those two guys are really dorky and fun to watch. Um, let's see, let's see. Uh, Took a Walk by B1A4, because that's a beautiful video, and also really cool uh fuck i would say face by newest
Very convincingly, I am, too. I am all for, um... Not trans, though. No. Well, I mean, he the could whole, be. He could be. It's, you know, you can't really come out with that sort of thing in Korea, so who knows. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm all for, you know, more, you know, more diverse uh, people in K-pop. And the uh, fact that he doesn't really follow gender norms is pretty cool. Um, I would also like to see, like, more dark-skinned people in K-pop, because... They all tend to sort of bleach themselves. Which, I mean, it's just as bad as tanning here, but, you know. It, it should be good to mention that um, kind of like the insane plastic surgery thing is also something that's kind of going away, too. Yeah. It's still very common, but, I mean, like, there's more, there's more of a, because of the international attention that K-pop has been getting, there's more of an awareness to it. So, like, it's a little less common than it used to be. So, anyway, I think that about does it. Okay. Um, should we do our plugs? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can catch us at facebook.com slash banshee banshee at gmail.com. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, whatever you listen to podcasts on. Please rate and review us if you enjoy the show. Uh, you can catch me on my other podcast, The Blind Port... Blind Portsman. <laughs> the Blind Porksman. The Blind Podsman with uh, a Zatuichi retrospective podcast, which is all about the uh, Chenbar, the famous Japanese Chenbara classic uh, film series Zatuichi. We are on movie number 15, Zatuichi's Cane Sword, and I host that with Jason Frisbee of Pool Party Radio. Um, Ariana, you've been on an episode. We've had guests from uh, Junk Food Dinner. We've had guests from Illogical Contraption Radio. Uh, just about everybody's been on that show. Um, check out Banshee Jam on Tumblr because I may start updating it soon. Don't forget to check out that Spotify playlist we made too. Yep. It's very good. Banshee um, Jam K-pop follow along. The only thing that sucks is there's no Twice songs on there, but I mean, take five bucks and buy like the five songs that they have out right and now buy, on iTunes. And buy Girls' Generation with uh, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, because that's not, the original version of that song's on Spotify, but not the remix with Snoop Dogg. Um... There was another song on there that you were kind of annoyed wasn't on Spotify. It was like the Japanese version of the song or something. Oh yeah, Very Good by Block B is not on Spotify. Only the Japanese version Which is. sounds awkward. It's not written for Japanese. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess that about does it. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you say goodbye in Korean? Hanyong seyo. Hanyong seyo. It's the same thing. Alright, good night everybody. Bye. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>